This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. You are going to pray. You are going to say, Father, please put an end to the spirit of killings and kidnapping in our communities, in our cities, in our nations, and globally. Please make that your prayer this afternoon. Lift up your voice, my Father, my God. Please put an end to the spirit of killings in our communities, in our nations, in this, in this environment. Lord Jesus, globally, put an end to the spirit of killings in the name of Jesus. We don't want innocent blood to be shed anymore in the name of Jesus. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Pray in the name of Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, Put an end to the spirit of killings, to the spirit of kidnapping, in the name of Jesus. Father, put an end to it, for in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Next, you are going to say, my father, I will not be a victim of the spirit of killings and of kidnapping in the land. Preserve me and my heart, so go ahead and make that your prayer. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Or you are holding your mouth? Lift up your voice. Nobody will be victim of killings. Nobody will be victim of kidnapping in this house. In the name of Jesus. At home, at work, anywhere we find ourselves. In the name of Jesus. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Pray for your family. Pray for the workers. Pray for the ministers. Say in the name of Jesus. I will not be a victim of killing. I will not be a victim of kidnapping. My wife will not be a victim. My children will not be a victim. My brethren will not be a victim. No minister will be a victim. No worker will be a victim. No family will be a victim. In the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Next you are going to say my father. Arise and comfort all the grieving families. In our community in our city and in our nation as it is rising from the killings and also from COVID-19 go ahead and pray and say Father comfort them there are many families that are mourning right now would you pray and say Father please comfort them now say, this is the time to pray and remember one of us asking the question what is our response this is our response what can we do this is what we can do we can pray if we are not people who just talk we are people who pray so lift up your voice and pray say father arise and comfort them for in jesus mighty name we have prayed next you are going to say my father please shine your light into this community into this city into this nation in the name of jesus and put an end to the works of darkness please make that your prayer say father sunshine shine your light into my life into this city into this community into this nations arrow of the wicked back to sender in the name of jesus father put an end to the works of darkness in this community in this nation in this community in this nation put an end to the works of darkness for in jesus 
mighty name we have prayed you are going to say father arise and raise disciples for yourself in this house from all the communities all the tribes all the nations represented in this community represented in this city our aboriginal brothers and sisters the filipino community the the the, the, the syrians community the indians community the somalian the eritrean pray and say father raise disciples unto yourself in the name of jesus arise and raise disciples unto yourself in the name of jesus you are the god that arrested saul on his way to damascus father this afternoon we lift up our voice arise and raise disciples for yourself for in jesus mighty name we have prayed next you are going to say in the name of jesus i don't belong to the company of the dead i belong to the company of the living therefore i shall not die my family shall not die go ahead and make that your prayer everyone open your mouth and pray open your mouth and pray for yourself pray for your family pray for the church of god i don't belong to the company of the dead i have nothing to do with that i have nothing to do with dead people many of you you dream you still see dead people chasing you pray now pray now i hope you are praying or you are not hoping you are closing your mouth pray and say in the name of jesus i don't belong to the company of the dead i belong to the company of the living therefore i shall not die therefore spirit of death will not rest upon my lot it will not rest upon my family it will not rest upon my household for in jesus mighty name we have prayed finally i want you to pray and say father please send your word unto me go ahead and make that your prayer say lord give me an encounter through your word change my life heal me whatever thing that you are trusting the lord for this is the time to pray thank you father for in jesus mighty name we have prayed king of king lord of lord you alone have the word of life please father put an end to the spade of killings and kidnapping in our community put an end to them put an end to all forms of killings in this nations in the name of jesus and end has come to the shedding of innocent blood in the name of jesus and i pray for you your blood will not be shed my blood will not be shed the blood of the member of your family will not be shed father you will arise and comfort as many that are grieving in one place or the other in the name of jesus father i pray in the name of jesus arise and raise disciples unto yourself arise and deliver your people from the spirit of death for in jesus mighty name we have prayed jam those hands together for jesus jam it together for jesus and take your seat amen amen take your seat before god i'd like to welcome you to the second service this is our miracle service in the name of jesus the god of miracle will visit you i said the god of miracle will visit you the god of miracle will visit you amen this morning by the grace of god we began the topic titled who can tell me the topic Get your hope alive in God. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's give Jesus a big round of applause. Give Jesus a big round of applause. Yes, keep your hope alive in God. Keep your hope alive in God. God bless you. Uh, this afternoon, we are going to continue. So we started, we look at what is hope. And one important thing that I wanted to keep in mind is that an hopeless man is a dead man. Always remember that. An hopeless woman is a dead woman. So one thing you must not allow the enemy to take away from you is your hope. Now find three people and point to them and tell them, say, say to them that don't allow the enemy to take away your hope. Don't allow the enemy to take away your hope. Don't allow them to take away your hope. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, and we started by looking at why do people lose hope or why people's hope is not alive. I will remember saying that the word alive there, that word simply means that is that, that kind of hope is a hope that is that is not dead. That hope has life in it. So we started by looking at number one, adversities of life. And our case study was the case of a woman called Sarah. Sarah the great woman of God, the wife of the man of faith called Abraham. This woman, because of childlessness, she lost hope. And she gave out willingly the most cherished things in the life of a woman. She gave it out willingly to another woman because she lost hope. So it tells you that when a woman lost hope, when a man lost hope, it tells you the extent at which they can go even to, you know, to try to gain things back. But I pray for you this afternoon, whatever adversity that may be around your life, that the enemy might be using to try to take away your hope. In the name of Jesus, I command such storm to cease now. I said I command this storm to cease in your family. In the name of Jesus. She lost hope of having a baby. Hence, she, she sought for an eternity. Many times as believers, because we have lost hope, because you have lost hope in one thing or the other, you have prayed, you have fasted, nothing seems to be happening. And then you see people begin to seek alternatives. Tell your neighbor, don't seek alternative. Tell your neighbor with confidence, don't seek alternative. It might surprise you to know that pastors are seeking alternative for miracles. Pastors are seeking alternative for signs and wonders. Pastors are seeking alternative to see the you know, crowd. Alternative. But you know what? Those alternatives, they bring problems. They don't last. Tell your neighbor, don't seek alternative. Tell your neighbor, don't seek alternatives. Say, God is your only option. Stay with God. And it will come true for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Bible says something important in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 17 and 18. The Bible says that. For our light affliction. That means whatever you are going through right now. For our light affliction. Which is but for a moment. Tell your neighbor. Say that problem is for but a moment. Tell that neighbor. Say that adversity is for but a moment. And you will come out with a new song. And at the end of the day you will come out with laughter. He said, now he said, which is for boy a moment. So whatever you are going through right now is for boy a moment. Don't allow Satan to take away your hope. 
Remember, we learned from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, that there are three things that abided. One of them is hope. So hope will remain. Now, so whatever you are going through right now is for a moment. Work it for us as far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. Why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. The devil will tell you to look at the things that are seen. What are the things that are seen right now? There's COVID-19. COVID what are the things that are seen right now? Maybe you're looking at killings, the things that are seen. But look for the things that are not seen. What are the things that are not seen? Hope. There is going to be peace in the world. I said there's going to be peace. In this community, there's going to be peace. One of the things that I see, I see a community that is rushing to come and serve God. That is my hope. That is what I look forward to seeing. I see students graduating with honor in this house. That is my hope. That is what I see. I don't know what you, you are saying. You see, I still see a situation whereby there's, there will be no more empty chair. And very soon we'll be buying buildings around. That is what I see. I don't know what you, you are saying. So it is hope. Now, I see myself that in the next one year, I'm not going to be in the same position. God will have changed my level. I don't know what you are saying about your life. Because what you are saying matters about your life. What you are saying. So it is hope. Hope, you know, reveals to you the things that are not yet seen. You lay hold on them. For the things which are seen are temporal. So the problem you are seeing right now is temporal. It's not permanent. It's not going to be there forever. Tell your neighbor, the things that you, you are seeing now, they are temporal. That adversity is temporal. But you are coming out with testimony. He said, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Look at it. The things that you cannot see with your eyes, they are eternal. That means they are not for this world. We look forward to heaven. We look forward to heaven. We look forward that if rapture take place now, I will go and you will go. That means you will not be left out. I will not be left behind. In that that is hope. You are expecting it. So the question is, what are you expecting God to do? Now, while you are listening to this message, I want you to list down at least minimum of five things you are expecting God to do for you. Things you are hoping for. Things, your expectation. That's why the Bible said the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. So list them. So we look at number one, adversity, which is problems of life or trial. Number two, why people lose hope discouragement arising from past failure or defeat. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 12. Proverbs 13 verse 12, we are looking at the topic keep your hope alive in God. Proverbs 13 verse 12. Yes. Hope deferred, it maketh the heart sick. Uh-huh. It is a tree of life. Have you seen a brother who is expecting his permanent resident? And he finally got it. Then hope comes back to life. Or a sister. Or a family. Hope comes. Now, when hope is deferred, when something is deferred, that is, is delayed. Maybe it's postponed. It's not forthcoming. Now, what are some of the things that may hinder hope? Or that may, that may result in hope deferment? Now, one of them is Satan. One of the things that makes people's hope to be deferred. That means prayer not being answered. 
they prayed, they did all kind of things, nothing is coming. So you are going to rise up on your feet. You are going to say, in the name of Jesus, anything that belongs to me now, I want you to pray, say, anything that belongs to me now, that the enemy is holding on to, in the name of Jesus, I command you to release my miracle now. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. Maybe it's a job you are trusting God for. It is summer you are wondering, will you get job? The job is coming this week already. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. One of the things that results in the loss of hope, it is because when the hope is defied, when it is postponed, when prayers are delayed, say in the name of Jesus, whatever thing that belongs to me, begin to come now. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. A good example can be found in the book of Judge. Take your seat. Take your seat. Judges chapter four. Judges. Judges chapter four. Judges chapter four. And uh, now it, there's a story of a man there called Barak. And this man called Barak, he happens to be an army. And during the time of a woman called Deborah. So Deborah, the man of, I mean, the woman of God, had someone him and said, well, be strong and be courageous because you are going to lead these people to fight against Jabin and his army. But Barak, he was afraid. So fear makes people to lose hope. Maybe he had, maybe he had one defeat in the past. Maybe you've written an exam before and you failed. That doesn't mean you should lose hope. There's hope for you. I said there is hope for you. When you write the exam again, you will pass. Maybe you've done your own test before and you fail. I said there is hope for you. When next you go for it, you will pass. In the name of Jesus. Maybe it could be your family, it could be your marriage, it could be anything. This afternoon, I pray into your life that in the name of Jesus, you spirit of discouragement, I command them out of your life in the name of Jesus. I said you will not fail in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus can never fail. So, Barak. The man Barak, he was scared. He refused to go. And he said, well, if you will go with me, I will go. And so he needed somebody to go with him. And that was the reason why the woman of God, Deborah, had to summon courage. But we know the story at the end of the day. So people, people lose hope because of discouragement or past failure or fear. Now, number three, fear of failing or fear of death or fear of rejection. Why people lose hope? People are afraid of failing. People are afraid of death. People are afraid that they will be rejected. Let's look at Genesis chapter 36. Genesis 36. Read from verse 6 for us. Genesis, I mean Genesis 32 from verse 6. And the messengers returned to Jacob. Saying. We came to thy enemy. Go ahead. <laughs> and it's coming to meet you. And he had 400 men. See the next thing that happened. Jacob was greatly afraid. And distressed. That means, you see, at that point he lost hope. Now, if you read from the beginning. In verse 1 of the same, chap of the same chapter. An angel, an angel appeared to him. Now, we're talking about, it's like you, people who leave church. You know, sometimes you just leave church, you've heard the word of God, you are ready to go for the week. 
and then maybe one to just come across your way you forget the word that you heard the same way with Jacob take your seat Jacob in verse 1 and God sent an angel ahead to tell him that I am with you but in verse 6 he only heard that's why we say faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God the same way failure, fear, defeat discouragement cometh by hearing when you begin to hear negative words when you begin to fill your mind with negative words, with negative news, with negative things, then what happens? Discouragement begins to build in. Or you sit down all through the morning with CNN, and you are watching, or you are watching horror movie, or you are watching how one day in one movie how the mother-in-law afflicted and the divorce and all those things and all those things. Those things will begin to culminate together and create fear in your heart. But as you are listening to the word of God now, hope is rising. I say hope is rising. Hope is rising in you. In the name of Jesus. So this man, he, he, you know, God just sent an angel. Just probably maybe a few hours. And then the next thing that happened, he heard. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed and divided the people. Look at what the man, any man, the man that had lost hope. Look at, he began to divide it. He began to divide the people around him. He divided the people that was with him and the flocks and hurts and the camel into two bands why he was afraid i pray for you whatever thing that may be that may be scaring you whatever thing that may be resulting in fear in your heart in the name of jesus you will see those egyptians no more i say you will see them no more number four number four why people lose hope or the reason or what causes it satanic attack Job chapter 2 read from verse 1 Job chapter 2 read from verse 1 Job chapter 2 read from verse 1 again uh -huh. okay and Satan came also among them that's why I always tell people when you come to church, be focused. You don't know who is sitting next to you. You don't know. Yes. You don't know who is sitting next to you. When you come to the presence of God, be focused. Don't let Satan distract you in any way. Now, go ahead. To present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence coming down? Uh-huh. 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 Why is it that it was when they gathered the children of Job with his family? And when they gathered, that was when Satan also gathered at that time with them. Remember, if you read chapter one from verse six as well, you also see the same Satan in verse nine appearing with them. You know what he was looking for? A way to take away the hope of Job. Let's read further. Go ahead. Uh-huh. And the Lord said unto Satan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. 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 So hold fast your integrity. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Can you see that Satan was moving God against Job? Can you imagine? 
that God who created everything, Satan, see this there in your Bible. Although thou moveth me, that is how Satan is moving, trying to move God against your life. And so that is why when you come into Mount Zion, or when you are in the presence of God, Satan will look at you, ah, no, no, don't for now. And that's why you see Satan always look for your dark spots. He always look for opportunity to come in. It might be when you are alone. It could be you are reading a particular thing. It could be when you visit a particular website and it's just creeping. But when you come to the presence of God, maybe whether you are praying at home or you are listening to the wall or God has lifted you and liberated you and then again your spirit is back up. And it's looking. So he's always looking for loopholes. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you. Satan will not move the hand of God against you and against your family. Go ahead. No, look at the other part. He said to destroy him without cause. Go ahead. Now verse 4. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Skin for skin. Yeah. A man. You see, wealthy man, whether wealthy or poor, people will give everything they have just to remain alive. If money could save a lot of people that have died in the past, of course you know that money will save them. But money cannot save them. Go ahead. But put forth thy hand. Uh huh. Look at it. Go ahead. Uh huh. Now let's pause there. Take your seat. God gave him the permission. Go and afflict him. Go and afflict him. And he said. And it will cause thee to thy face. That's why you must not lose hope. Keep your hope in God alive. Don't curse God. Don't begin to question God. Why is my case like this? Am I the only one? Why is this thing happening to me? Why am I feeling this way? Why have you forsaken me? If you, are, if you love me, why is all this thing happening? That is murmuring. And that can move the hand of God. Now, let's see another thing that Job did. Let's see what happened to him. Verse 6. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, ah, you will not be in the hand of Satan. I say your marriage, your future, your studies will not be in the hand of Satan. You will not be at the mercy of Satan. Go ahead. Uh -huh. he went forth he went forth from the presence of the Lord and he smote Job that's why you see that you hear of people that are held thank you you may take your seat all of a sudden you hear terrible thing happens to them why Satan is our adversary and that's why you cannot but I mean you, know, you cannot be a, a lukewarm Christian today you are this Next tomorrow you are here. How long will you continue that? Stay with God because you have an adversary that is roaming around looking for whom to devour. And you can't see him with your very eyes. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Look at it. He said, the Bible said he went from, from the presence of the Lord and smote Job from the sole of his feet onto his crown. And he took his, and he took him, and he took him a pot shed 
to scrap himself wither and he sat down among the ashes. You are going to rise up on your feet. Was this Job's fault? No. But if you read further, you will see that at the point, Job did not curse God. He did not offend God, but he cursed the day he was born. He even cursed his own mother because he lost hope. He cursed his own mother. He cursed the mother that gave birth to him. So you are going to pray for yourself. Every ashes, every pot shed, whatever infliction the devil may have inflicted in your life, in your body, begin to pray and ask the Lord to deliver you from them. Whatever affliction he has planted in your family, this is the time to pray. Say, I am free in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Affliction will not rise the second time. Affliction will not rise the second time. You think that sickness is ordinary? <laughs> you think the way you are feeling, the way your spirit is down, you think it's not ordinary? You don't know there's an adversary behind it. You think it's ordinary? You think it's ordinary? You think it's ordinary? You think it's ordinary? You think what is happening to your parents is ordinary? You think what happened to your dad is it ordinary? You think it's ordinary? There is an adversary waiting to take away your hope. Engage him with the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Satan, lose your grip over the people of God. Lose your grip over this community. You come into church on Sunday, you hear the word. And the remaining days of the week, you are moody. What kind of Christian is that? Pray and ask the Lord to deliver you from the stronghold of Satan. They ask you during the week, you can't even lay hand on it while you are not happy. It is Satan. You can't lay hand on it while your prayer are not answered. Talk to God this afternoon. My hope, come back to life. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Take your seat. Verse 9, then said his wife unto him, do I thou still retain thy integrity? Cause God and die. Be careful. Be careful of the people that give you advice. Be careful. Be careful. Imagine his own wife advising him to cause God and die. That symbolizes people that are close to us. Now he said, cause God and die. And he said unto her, Thou speaketh as one of the foolish women speaketh. What shall we, shall we, shall, shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? In all this, did, in all this, did not Job sin with, the, with his lips? You will not sin against God with your lips. As a Satan will not provoke you to sin against God. In the name of Jesus, you will not sin against God. In the name of Jesus, you will not sin against God. In the name of Jesus, you will not sin against God. In the name of Jesus, you will not sin against God. In the name of Jesus, you will not sin against God. Keep your hope alive. Keep your hope alive. Now, let's look at the power of asking to keep your hope alive. 
How do you then keep your hope alive? One of the things that you can do is to ask from God. Turn your Bible with me to the book of James chapter 4. James chapter 4 verse 2. James chapter 4 verse 2. Ye lost. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he said, yet ye have not. Because you ask not. To keep your, your hope alive in God, you need to ask. Now, come with me to the book of uh, Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew 7. And let's read from verse 7. Matthew 7 from verse 7. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh huh. Uh huh. For this is the law and the prophet. Uh huh. Uh huh. My prayer for you, you will not go in the way of destruction. I said you will not go in the way of destruction. So ask. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek God and you will find solution to that problem. He said ye shall find knock. Keep knocking on the door of heaven. Pray until your joy is full. Until you have your miracle in your hand, don't give up. And while you are waiting, don't murmur. That's number two. The power of action in keeping your hope alive. During the period of action, don't murmur. Instead, praise God. The enemy might tempt you to murmur a little bit. Say just a little bit. Ah, that a little bit might be that. That might be the time that the angel is around the corner. Waiting to give you your miracle. My prayer is that you will not miss your miracle. So don't murmur. Instead of murmuring, cast your burdens onto the Lord. One thing I notice with us is that we talk a lot about the problems, but we don't pray about them. We can go about and take phone and call friends and tell people and begin to broadcast it, but we don't take time to lock ourselves up in the prayer. I say, Lord, deliver me. And that is where the solution is. Talking, talking will not solve the problem. What will solve the problem is run to the one who is able to help you. Because what you don't know is that maybe one of the people you are, you know, that you are even talking to might even, might even be the one that Satan might want to use. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. You will not murmur. I say you will not murmur against God. 
you will not murmur against God. First Peter, First Peter chapter 5. First Peter chapter 5. We are looking at keep your hope alive in God. Your hope must be alive. It must not be a dead hope. It must be alive. First Peter chapter 5. Read verse 6 for us. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Hold on. Humble yourself, therefore, in the hand of the Almighty God, that in due time he will lift you up. I pray for somebody in the name of Jesus. This is your own due time. I say this is your own due time. You may take your seat. This is your own due time. In the name of Jesus. I said, humble thyself. Humble thyself, therefore. You are going through one challenge or the other. Humble thyself, therefore, in the hand of the Almighty God. And see how it will lift you. Now, see what verse 7 said. Cast all your cares. Let's say all your cares. How many cares? Is it one of them? All your cares, cast them all. All means all. Your studies, cast it to God. Your marriage, cast it to God. Your finances, money is plenty now, cast it to God. It doesn't mean that the fact that money is plenty now, that money will remain like No, it will continue to be plenty. It will continue to increase from glory to glory. I say to be from glory to glory. It will be from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus. So keep your hope alive in God. See the next thing he said. Cast all your care upon him. For he cared for you. God cares for you. You are he, he created in his own image. So there is no way God will abandon you. He said even if a sucking mother will abandon his own son. He cares for you. Do you know what it takes God to create you? You don't know. The Bible did not tell us the number of hours it took God for him to just, whether, whatever he did, you know, on the TV, our children has this uh, holy day, and there's this image of, uh, you know, God there, but that doesn't look like God to me anyway, uh, you know, uh, and then when he formed Adam in that uh, holy day, he just did like this, and then a man just came out from the ground. <laughs> the Bible did not tell us that was how <laughs> Adam was formed, but it took God his own time to create man in his own image. The Bible said he cared for you. I want you to tell yourself, God cares for me. Say it as if it means God cares for me. Yes, you might say, ah, well, he doesn't know what I'm going through. I don't need to know. What I want you to know is what God says about that situation. It is what God says about your life that matters. And what has been written is more important than whatever thing you are hearing now. So I want you to tell yourself, God cares for me. Tell yourself again, God cares for me. Now, see the next thing the Bible says in verse 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Don't be tempted to do evil while you are waiting on God to answer your prayer. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, look at the same devil again. In the case of Job. The same devil. The, the devil, the adversary, as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour, you will not be his victim. I say, you will not be a victim in the name of Jesus. He said, whom resist steadfast in the faith, 
knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. What does that tell you? Whatever you are going through right now as a believer, there are other believers all over the world that are going through the same. You are not the only one. But what are you supposed to do? Be sober. Be vigilant. Cast all your cares onto the Lord. Cast it upon him. He is the burden bearer. When you cast it upon him, you see him lifting up that burden. And in the name of Jesus, whatever burden has followed you down here, I command such burden to be lifted up. In the name of Jesus. Now, John chapter 2. John chapter 2. John chapter 2. We had a, a case of two of a couple. The Bible says that and the, and the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the, the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto them, unto him, they have no wine. Jesus said unto her, woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. His mother said unto his servant, whatsoever he said unto you, do it. Obedience. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purification, I mean purifying of the Jews containing two or three foreskin apiece. Jesus said unto them, fill the water pots with water. Fill the water pots with water and they fill them up to the brim. And he said unto them, draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servant which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and said unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine. And when men have dwelt drunk, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracle, the Jesus in Cana, in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. This couple, they had a problem and the problem was that they, on their wedding day, a glorious wedding day, a big problem happened. There was no more wine. And thank God they invited Jesus. Now you imagine if they had not invited Jesus, that would have been a disaster for them. So as we invite Jesus, shame will be terminated. Amen. I said as we invite Jesus into that situation, shame will be terminated. In the name of Jesus. The invitation also changes the taste of things. Remember the statement of the governor of the feast? The governor of the feast said, ah, why is it that you have kept all these things away from us for a long time? You have kept it away. We have not tasted this kind of wine before. So there was a change of story. God will change your story for good today. I say God will change your story for good today. And the Bible tells us in verse 11. Now, that verse 11 tells us, it said, Then the beginning of miracle, the Jesus in Cana of Galilee, and manifested for his glory, and his disciples believed on him. So the invitation resulted in the manifestation of Jesus' glory. Things were beginning to turn around. Then his fame began to go abroad. I pray for somebody this afternoon that whatever thing you have lost hope for, hope is coming back in the name of Jesus. 
Now, Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Matthew chapter, uh, chapter 8, verse 5. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. And he asked them. He asked them, how many? Uh, Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. And when Jesus entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. And saying, Lord, my servant lieth home sick of the palsy. Rise up on your faith. And he said, grievously tormented. I want you to rise up on your faith. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. See verse 8. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. But speak the word only. An unbeliever. He says, speak the word only. Now, I'm going to speak the word and then thereafter, you are going to begin to, you are going to, begin to speak the word over your own life, over whatever miracle, whatever thing that you are believing God for. Look at what the Bible says, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. In the name of Jesus, I declare you healed. In the name of Jesus, I declare you prosperous. In the name of Jesus, I declare that you will live long. In the name of Jesus, I declare that you will prosper on every side. Now go ahead and begin to declare. Only speak the word. Only but speak the word. Only but speak the word. They are saying. They are saying. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Now the word is in your mouth. The word is in your mouth. Speak the word. 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 Maybe you are sick in your body. Receive your healing. Speak the word. You are expecting baby. Receive your babies now. Speak the word. Speak the word. You are expecting your own house in this month. Speak the word. Speak the word, speak the word, speak the word. That affliction is coming to an end today. Speak the word. Speak the word, speak the word, speak the word, speak the word. Speak the word, speak the word, speak the word, speak the word. Speak the word, speak the word, speak the word, speak the word, speak the word. Speak the word, speak the word, speak the word. Speak the word, speak the word. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. You may take your seat. One of the things that keeps your hope alive is when you engage in prayer of warfare. Prayer of warfare. The Bible tells us something about Daniel. 
Daniel had fasted three weeks. Nothing happened. If you fast and nothing happened, go back to God again. Don't give up. In the book of Daniel chapter 10, from verse 1, the Bible tells us, but reading from verse 2, it says, In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I had no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither did I anoint myself at all, till three weeks, till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Now, if you read on, from the first day that he had prayed, his prayer had been answered, but he did not receive his miracle. So, for your hope to stay alive, you must engage in the prayer and warfare prayers. Warfare prayers is not the type that, uh, you, know, we, you know, we pray for th three minutes in the church. You pray for three minutes, I see some people doing like this. <laughs> that is not the prayer we are talking about. Those kind of prayer cannot move God. Uh, or that kind of prayer... And your eyes is wide open. If somebody pass you, you're all over the place. Or you no, 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 no. Warfare prayer. You see, the Bible tells us something. Paul said, He said, For that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power. You go into your secret place. I shared yesterday when we we're having Sunday school review about a sister. I didn't get the chance to meet her when I visited her university many years ago. In the University of uh, Adokiti in Nigeria. This sister were told that she's a child of God. But Satan wanted to take the elder sister. And so all of a sudden, the elder sister converted from being a Christian to, be, to, to Islam. She converted. And the next thing is that she decided to marry an allergy. And her younger sister said, no way. I is not in my own eyes. I will watch you go to hell. She did not fight the other sister physically. No. She went into the house closer to prayer. And as she went on three days fasting and prayer. And said, Lord, by the end of this fasting and prayer, save the soul of my sister. Prayer of warfare. And because that lady is so dear to God, her prayer was touching heaven and also affecting the pit of hell. As this testimony was shared, it happened at a, a student. As the sto story was shared, that in one of the days before the fasting and prayer ended, you know, the prayer of warfare is not the time you pray silent when they ask some of us to pray. I'm praying. In Jesus' name. <laughs> this lady went up and locked us and said, In the name of you, you devil, leave my sister alone. And we were told that Lucifer appeared to her from the wall in real life, broad daylight. And of course, you know. So they began to engage. And that Satan was telling her and said, It is not you we are after. We know we can't touch you, but it is your elder sister. What is your business? She says, It's my business. You can't have this one because she's a child of God. And of course, you know who will win the battle? Jesus won the battle. At the end of the day, the sister all of a sudden as the story was told just changed her mind she said she's no longer interested in the allergy again and now she's back in the sheepfold 
serving Jesus. Give Jesus a big round of applause. Because somebody, a young sister, said, no way, Satan, you can't have my sister. That is the kind of prayer that you pray to keep your hope alive. And finally, when you keep advancing the kingdom of God, your hope will stay alive. You share the story of salvation with somebody. There is this joy that comes when you tell somebody about Jesus. You can't lose your own hope while you are giving other people hope. No way. You can't. As you are helping people, you are giving them hope. You think God will abandon you? No. It's not a wicked God. You go about the street and say, Jesus loves you in gas station. Jesus loves you. And you think you, God will allow you to lose your hope? No. Keep advancing the course of the kingdom. Look at that young sister. Our own elder sister did not even know it until she shared what happened in the spiritual realm. She engaged in prayer warfare in her secret. I said, no, my sister, I will not watch my sister go to hell. And her sister is not in hell. She, she committed herself to advancing the kingdom of God. So rise up on your feet. Hope. Keep your hope alive in God. Now I want you to begin to pray. Anything that you know that you have listed, those things that I asked you to write, those five things, minimum of five things. Now begin to pray. Begin to pray on them. Begin to pray on them. Those things. If you don't have things to pray for, then I have some to give to you. One of the ones that I want you to is the coming revival. That souls will be safe. That's one of the things. If you don't have something to pray for, pray on the church growth mandates. If you don't have something to pray for, pray for your pastor. Go ahead and pray. Mention them. Mention those specific things you have written down. Keep your hope alive. God is coming for you. Help is coming for you. Don't murmur. Keep growing in the faith. Avoid bad companies. Watch what you hear with your ear. Watch who's giving you advice. Watch the information you are feeding on. And your hope will stay alive. Your hope will stay alive. Your hope will stay alive. That was the story of that sister. By God's grace, the enemy afflicted with one of my sisters with an incurable disease. I've shared the testimony before at ICC many years ago. Her husband died of that incurable disease. And I say, my sister will not die of this disease. So don't say, and that one was story. Now I'm sharing my own personal testimony with you. And I went to, the Lord said I should wait on him for seven days for my other sister. I said, my sister will not die. She will not die. We have the medical report. You see me, my sister. You see them? Wait, I, have, I have the record. One thing I know was that God saved her soul within that seven days. Until today, many years after, my sister, she's still alive now. She did not die. She's alive, well, hale and healthy.
so if you can engage in prayer warfare those things will come to pass so don't think I'm not I'm not here to tell you story I know I don't I don't enjoy teaching theory no so pray commit those things into the hand of God this year the Bible the Lord will walk the blind will say there will be mass baptism of souls there will be mass salvation of souls many of you you have you have family members that are languishing they are drunkard they are falling inside gutter you can't even go into your secret and pray for them you say it's none of your business you say it's none of your business it's not you after all you are in Canada what happened to what happened to her thank you father thank you father don't lose hope God is coming through for you it's coming through for you there is hope for you in this week you will testify God will give you a new song a new song is coming to your mouth in this week don't lose hope over your children that child is not a stubborn child stop using negative words and negative thoughts that child is not a stubborn child he's a wonderful child keep your hope alive who told you this is how things will be with you for financially very soon you'll still be buying houses for people Keep your hope alive. Keep it alive. Keep it alive. Keep it alive. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up to your two, two hands. Father, I thank you for the lives of these ones, whether you are here or you are home, anywhere you may be in the world. These hands that are lifted unto you, you see them and you know the needs in their life. You know the things that Satan has stolen from them. But this afternoon, Lord, I pray on behalf of your people, let hope be restored to these hands that are lifted up. Let every petition they have presented before you, or even the one that are yet to be mentioned, you know them all. For these hands lifted up both here and home, anywhere you may be in the world, in the name of Jesus, this afternoon, receive your miracle. I pray for you in the name of Jesus, as from today, you that see yourself wearing the garment of death, as from today, you see yourself wearing that garment no more. You that see yourself being chased around with machete in the night, in your dream. As from today, you will see that man no more in your dream. You that have been sexually molested and when you wake up, you feel like giving up. I say in the name of Jesus, as from today, you are victorious. I say you that is as if you, you go from hand to mouth. Before the paycheck finish, you are already even hoeing. As from today, God said he has terminated poverty. As from today, you will stop borrowing. As from today, you will stop borrowing. As from today, you will stop borrowing. 
you that have a body odor, and that is a concern to you, I pray for you. God said he has healed you and he has delivered you already. I say you that have pains in your mouth, the Lord said he has healed that seat of yours. I pray for you that have leg pain, that you can't walk well. The Lord said, now after this prayer, begin to walk well. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you, you that is suffering from arthritis. You that have negative doctor's report that you can't share with anyone. Maybe you've not even shared with the pastor or with anybody in the church. The Lord said he knows that situation. And today, in the name of Jesus, you will find that issue no more. You receive your healing in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. Maybe a doctor has talked about fibro concerning your wife or concerning your, 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 your family member. In the name of Jesus, any negative report concerning childbearing, I destroy them. And in the name of Jesus, as from today, begin to be fruitful. I pray for you, you whose hand, you, 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 that your, you know that your right hand, that whenever you, this right hand, that in the, in the palm of your right hand, there's always pain there. In the name of Jesus, as from today, you will feel that pain no more. I pray for you, you that whenever you close your eyes to sleep, you are always scared. Maybe you might die. I say you will not die in the name of Jesus. I pray for you, you that is scared of traveling back home. You that is scared of taking phone call to call your parent or your family. That fear, the Lord has destroyed that stronghold. In the name of Jesus, you that is scared of going back to school. God said he has taken away that fear. You will not be afraid. In the name of Jesus, you will not be afraid. Father, we thank you. Begin to wave those hands to God. Begin to wave it to God. 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 Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Wave those hands. Wave those hands. Wave those hands. Be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful. Keep your hope alive. Keep your hope alive. Be thankful. Wave those hands to him. Wave it 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 to him.